the opportunity to acquire a player of Matthew Stafford caliber. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Touchdown, L.A. Welcome to L.A. Matthew Stafford. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. And down goes Rodgers. Sacked. It's just one game. We've got 16 to go. Today's guests from NBC Sports, Peter King, Arizona Cardinals head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, plus your phone calls, Monday night football preview, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two, Rich Eisen show is on the air. I love the NFL season. Oh, God, I just love it. We're back. We just prattled on for a whole hour talking about football, National Football League. We didn't even touch on College Weekend, which we will. And um, we didn't even touch on everything we could in the NFL either. Overreaction Monday coming up this uh, hour. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, um, coming up in hour number three, fresh off that big win in Tennessee to kick things off. Every team in the NFC West is undefeated. Every single team in the the, – uh, NFC North um, is uh, winless. How about that? How about them apples for uh, a week one headline? Oh, and the Houston Texans are uh, uh, one game clear of the rest of everybody else. They were the only AFC South team to win yesterday. <laughs> Go just, figure. Just like we all predicted. That. Unbelievable. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the show. We'll take your phone calls this hour as well. If you're on hold, stay on hold because we've got ourselves uh, one of the best of the best joining us here. After penning um, another terrific football morning in America column that can be seen uh, on the, all of NBC sports platforms, including Pro Football Talk, is Peter King. How are you, PK? Rich Eisen, how are you? I'm doing better for talking to you. That was so much fun yesterday. I've, I just that I, was I, fantastic. It was okay. a great day, and you know the reason why we're all sort of addicted to these 16, 18 weeks, whatever it is. However, however long you watch, and the reason we're all addicted is that every week something really, really interesting happens. And so I'm sitting there yesterday. I've got to try to figure out what is the most interesting thing most weeks in the NFL to write about. And so I looked at the, the Green Bay-New Orleans game. You know, I looked at every game, but I looked at the Green Bay-New Orleans game, and I just thought to myself, you know, it's amazing and ridiculous that the Packers lost 38-3, to and that's a, that's a fascinating topic to go into. But, I mean, you know, it wasn't long ago that we left Jameis Winston for dead laying on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And, and look what Jameis Winston has done right now. And, again, no one knows if this is an outlier. No one knows. You just have to let it play out but he couldn't have had a better first day uh, in his new partnership with, with Sean Payton. And, and I thought that really the most interesting thing that I learned about the NFL this weekend is when I asked Jameis Winston, what is the play about this game that you'll remember? What's your favorite play of this game? Mm-hmm. And he told me my favorite play was a ball that I threw away late in the first quarter. Love it. And because it says so much about where he was and where he is now, that that it, it's a good play sometimes to throw it in the first row of the bleachers. You know, and, and it, it, when you hear that, you, you think to yourself, well, 
that must be drummed into his head quite a bit by, you know, every coach that's in his ear from Sean Payton on, 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 on down. Um, and it's also got to be just a maturation process that comes with watching last year and going through whatever yeah. he went through in Tampa and, and, you know, him speaking, we played the soundbite earlier in the first hour, Peter, of him talking about how this is for the city of New Orleans yeah. and, you know, taking on the mantle of leadership. It's just great to see, just terrific to see. And, and look, and the other thing he told me yesterday is that, uh, first of all, you know, he was in middle school when the breeze Peyton marriage began and, uh, in New Orleans, and he grew up in Alabama, so they got the Saints games on Sunday. And he started to watch it, and he said, that's when I started to say, man, what a dream it would be to be in that offense. It's so quarterback-friendly. And so yesterday before the game, there was something he really wanted to say to Sean Payton that he's been thinking about ever since he signed with the Saints a year and a half ago, that, you know, this is like a dream for me to be the quarterback of this team. And so that plus the fact that when you're around a guy like Drew Brees who focuses on process and not on the scoreboard, I mean, look, everybody in life has to be scoreboard-oriented. I get it. But Brees always used to say both to Winston, to Taysom Hill, uh, you know, to all of the guys who have been quarterbacks in his room over the years, forget the score, forget the scoreboard, just make every play as perfect as you can. Focus on the process of being a great player. And so that's really what has happened now with Jameis Winston, that, you know, every play, he wants to win every play. And if you throw an interception or a pick six, I mean, his last play in Tampa Bay Bucks history was a pick six against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, in the final game of 2019 that Bruce Arians, uh, after the game and thought about it, he said, well, you know, if we don't have any other alternatives, we'll bring him back. But we're not going to bring a guy back who is so careless with the ball. And so last year, just sitting there watching was great for Jameis Winston. Peter King here on the Rich Eisen Show. And Peter, it really is amazing how things play out in the NFL. It's a week-to-week league, as I know. But we're just obviously looking at the snapshot of week one. If I had told you late May, early June, deep in the abyss of Rodgers is never playing another snap for the Packers again, deep in that abyss that not only would Rodgers play for the Packers in week one, but the result would be so dreadful that Jordan Love would get in the game and actually get his first snaps as a Green Bay Packer quarterback because of the complete lack of of everything that Rodgers and the Packers were able to do. I mean, what a mind-blowing week one result for Green Bay. What's your takeaway from that? Well, I think right now week two becomes really, really important for this team. And I think they'll play well. There's no reason to suggest that this is going to be a continuum at all. And I just don't believe it will be. I believe the Packers will come back, play very well, will be fine, and Rodgers will be great again this year. The only thing mm-hmm. that bothered me about that game yesterday for, from the Green Bay standpoint is that I never saw one piece of evidence in three hours and 15 minutes of 
any Packers being really pissed off and being and basically grabbing the game by the throat and say we're not going down this way. They just they just took it. And you know, look, Aaron Rodgers is not one of these demonstrable, uh, not demonstrable, um, demonstrative. Yeah, demonstrative uh, leaders. You know, he's more of a leader by example, and a, and a quiet leader with guys in the huddle. He'll talk to them, but he doesn't ream people out and all that stuff. I mean, to me, I really think that. I mean, I noticed that a lot yesterday, and I said. Somebody had better, you know, spend some time this week saying that this is never going to happen again. Um, it can't just be left unspoken. And so that is the only thing about yesterday that really worries me. Almost how flippant the Packers were about getting their rear ends kicked like an Aaron Rodgers team has never uh, gotten beat in 14 years as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Peter King here on the Rich Eisen Show. The week one result for the Browns, what do you think about that? Because they got, you know, they got Mahomes. A lot of teams have gotten Mahomes, but that's the second time where they could have actually out Mahomes, Mahomes, um, and well, then could the not. the difference this time, Rich, is that this time it wasn't, they didn't have the benefit of a Chad Henney half of football to mm. to basically stay in the game mm. and to have a chance to win late. This time they were going toe to toe and they were even beating Mahomes, uh, obviously. And Rich, I think they would have won this game, or there's a very good chance they would have won this game without one of the most incomprehensible plays any of us has seen, and that is a punter dropping a ball that is right in his hands and seeming anyway, seeming uh, to just do a total absolute choke job that handed the Kansas city chiefs, the winning points of the game handed the chiefs, what an 11 yard field uh, to score a touchdown to win the game. And again, you can definitely blame Baker Mayfield for trying to do too much on the, the interception he threw to Mike Hughes, uh, you know, on the last drive, you can blame him, and, and maybe you should blame him. But he was in the process of throwing when Daniel Sorensen came up behind him and was tackling him. And so it's hard for me to blame Mayfield on that play. But clearly, you know, the Browns should grow from that, and the Browns are a really good team. I, I consider it – I still – you know, don't know if if they're a Super Bowl team. And that game yesterday was a discouraging game, I would think, for those who think that, you know, the Browns are ready to, to bash the door down. Peter King here on the Rich Eisen Show after the first Sunday of uh, 2021. And tonight on Monday Night Football's radio coverage that I'll be hosting on Westwood One between the Vegas Raiders and the Baltimore Ravens. Peter King will be joining me uh, on halftime uh, of that broadcast right here on the Rich Eisen Show at the moment, though. I, I was at the um, opener last night here at SoFi, Peter. How'd you like it, Rich? Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, and I was mentioning that um, I was mentioning that it, it may be the first time the Los Angeles Rams, L.A. Rams, 
have ever had a home field advantage quite like that. It was loud. Yeah. It, uh, wow. it was like a rock concert. Uh, I got home an hour later. It was still ringing in my ears. And it's just wow. the general sense of whatever the team must have felt when, you know, Stafford showed up and did what he did last night, 20 of 26, um, 321 yards, three touchdowns. Um, J.B. Long, who calls the games local here, uh, tweeted out that with TD passes of 67 and 56 yards in his Rams debut, that's the first time Stafford has multiple touchdown passes of 55 or more yards in a game for the first time in his career. He gets the game ball. It's a beautiful new stadium for the team. Fans are going crazy. I, I would be, I, I would, I'd be on the lookout if I'm the rest of the NFL. If not just strolling in that building, which is what Tom Brady's going to do uh, in a couple yeah. of weeks, um, but just the way the team must be feeling right now. I'm wondering what you could tell me. Anything from your insider position of what you've heard or what you've talked about leading up to this or after last night about this? Period. Well, Rich, I, I spent some time in training camp uh, with Sean McVay, uh, you know, and, and much less time with Stafford and Aaron Donald. But here's what I thought coming out of that team, coming out of that camp, okay, that Sean McVay has an encyclopedia in his brain of plays he wants to run. And I believe that um, if there were 26 volumes in the World Book Encyclopedia when we were kids and they would be on our shelves and we would look, take out the L and, and look at, uh, you, you know, whatever we wanted to look up for research in the L's, that in my opinion, I think that when Jared Goff was the quarterback of the Rams, that Sean McVay did not feel comfortable using every volume in his encyclopedia. And I think now he looks at Matthew Stafford as really kind of a complete player. Not that Goff was not going to get to that point, but Goff was more of a student and Stafford is more of a peer. And I think that that is why, I mean, I, honestly, Rich, that's really the reason why I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Mm. I think that I think that uh, that that is, you know, and look, they don't have the margin for injury te- like teams like Tampa Bay do. Okay, but I do believe that they're going to have a really great chance as long as they can open up every week and call you know almost any play that McVeigh desires and the one thing that really stuck out to me rich is look 8.5 yards is usually right around the best yards per attempt in the NFL every year maybe up to 9 yards okay but yesterday in his debut Stafford's yards per attempt was 12.5 and what that says is he's not only being accurate and 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 you know making making almost every pass count but he's also hitting plays downfield and that is what Sean McVay desperately has wanted in his offense an efficient quick strike downfield thrower and now he's got one so you know we'll see how far they go Peter King here on the Rich Eisen show a couple more minutes left all right Peter I'll just open it up to you and what you found out last night your what what was your favorite quote that you got from Sunday's coverage Give me that one. Which one did you like? Talking to somebody or you heard or you read? 
anything like you that? You know, probably, I would say probably the one that, uh, y- y- you know, when when I'm asking Jameis Winston about his favorite play and he mm. says it's this, it's the ball he's going to throw out of bounds. And he said to me, he goes, listen, I was going to throw that ball so far over his head that even Shaq couldn't intercept it. <laughs> and and so that, that to me, it just says that, you know, Hey, throw it away and, and, and live and live for another day. The one other one, Rich, about yesterday that I thought was really cool, uh-huh. I was talking to Tyrod Taylor after the game, and hey, look, hats off to Tyrod Taylor. What a guy, what a performance. I, I mean, everything that that guy has been through, I, I just really, I've got great admiration for him. But I asked Tyrod Taylor about the national anthem, because I don't know about you, Rich, but I... I was blown away by that girl who was six years old when her dad was on the 102nd floor of the World Trade Center, and he was just working a, a, a regular day in the United States of America, and he, like 2,700 others in those buildings, never came home. And she is now 26, has the voice of an angel, and had it together to be able to sing the national anthem right by her dad's uh, inscribed, uh, you know, name at the memorial uh, at 9/11 in Lower Manhattan. And Tyrod Taylor told me, he said, "Man, that was really, really emotional to see that." He said the whole stadium was emotional. Those are the two things from yesterday that I remember. Peter, I'll talk to you later. I look forward to it. Thanks again for this, Peter. Terrific. Sounds great, Rich. All the best. You're the man. That's Peter King at Peter underscore King on Twitter. Must follow as a, his Football Morning in America column. Always a must read. Yeah, that moment of unity before all the early games last yesterday was just quite moving, to say the least. Quite moving. And I, I would just, if, if you know, I, I talked about it on the previous show. Um, I did an essay for the NFL 360 show that aired Friday night on my thoughts about the 20th anniversary of 9-11. It's on uh, on my Twitter feed, um, at Rich Eisen. I'll just repost it again um, in the commercial break. If anybody missed it, please look at it. Uh, You know, they they asked me at NFL Network, actually when I was doing Tokyo Gold, I got a call from uh, Mike Muriano, who's now with Amazon. And um, Mur asked me, do I want to do a feature for the show? Would I do it? He knows I'm from New York. He's a Jersey guy. And I said, sure. And um, it took me a while to get around to it because it's just so tough to think about. And Zan was going through his bar mitzvah, you know, and I'm like, I want to focus on the good. (laughs) And then then I finally sat down and got a chance to just let what was going on in my mind and my heart about what's going on in the world today, 20 years after 9-11. And I kind of all spilled out on the keyboard. So I'll, I'll, I'll retweet it during the commercial break, and uh, hopefully you'll go and look for it and share it with your friends and think about it. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, we talked quite a bit about the Packers' loss. Later on in the show, I'll t- tell you my two cents on the Packers' loss. But it's not the worst loss of week one, in my estimation. I'll tell you what is. That's next, and your calls, and overreaction Monday on The Rich Eisen Show.
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed took me when I moved uh, to Los Angeles back in 2003. Uh, it took me a while to realize that whenever I was working indoors, this was at NFL Network, I was working indoors and it took me at least two, three, four weeks to stop lamenting, man, I'm indoors when it's so beautiful outside because it's usually very beautiful outside. Have you gone through that process so far? Matthew well, Stafford. luckily for me, my job is outside. Ah, that's true. Um, so I get go. to uh, I get to yeah. enjoy it, but I am uh, I am enjoying it for sure. That's uh, I pinch myself waking up and seeing the sun up every day. And <laughs> about seventy seventy five degrees. It's pretty nice. It, it sure is. So uh, so far, what have you been uh, What have you been doing so far to get yourself acclimated football wise? Walk me through that process. For you, Matthew. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I've just been trying to catch up as much as I can. Um, you know, I'm in a little bit of a unique position in the fact that everybody here has pretty much been running some version of this offense for the last four or five years. So, um, you know, they're definitely ahead of the game when it comes to the mental aspect when, you know, as far as where I'm at. So I'm just trying to catch up, do everything I can there. And then last week we kind of started uh, doing some on-field stuff um, in a little bit of a limited capacity, but it was good to get out there and meet the guys and kind of start working with them, throwing with them, and, and doing all that kind of stuff. So it's it's picking back up, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a process for me and something that uh, is a big challenge on the mental aspect, but I will, uh, you know, do my part to make sure I'm ready to go. And what about McVay? He talks very fast, uh, Matthew. Uh, I, <laughs> he does. He He's talks, a smart guy. He's got a lot to say. I know that. Um, so he, I guess you have to he, pick uh, up his cadence as well too i imagine yeah definitely there's there's communication um you know obviously he's 
he's giving me the plays through the headset. We're talking constantly out at practice, um, and you know, and in the meetings and all that kind of stuff. Just trying to uh, you know get to know each other as best we can because that's a you know that's an important relationship for for not only uh, the offense but our team. And so, how many plays is he giving you? Or is he going to give you multiple ones? He's going to give you one, and then it's your job at the line to figure out what what happens there. I mean, what is the uh, the protocol that you're expecting? For, oh, for it's this? it's a little bit of everything. You know, sometimes we got one, we got two, we got open ended. Um, you know, just about like everybody else in the NFL, there's a there's a, a bunch of different options. But uh, you know, it's it's definitely a complex offense, one that uh, you know uh, has been you know, executing and, and uh, been atop the NFL for a long time around here. So uh, just got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of work to do to make sure we keep it there and, and get better. That's uh, Matthew Stafford during training camp. What was it? Or did we get him? I don't know what it was. It's training camp. Yeah, it was they training, all it was training together. camp. The days just flow together. The season we never ran for a while, too. Especially yeah. since I don't know what day it is anymore. This last week, the kickoff week. Yeah, yeah, it was it's a Monday. Monday. You worked. Oh, that's Walker. right. Thank you. It's a football Monday here on the Rich Eisen Show on <laughs> Peacock and so much more. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your phone calls in just a moment here and then play a little overreaction Monday. I haven't really given you my two cents on the Packers yet, and I will top of hour three. So place that aside because it was a dreadful loss. My gosh, losing by 35 points. Rodgers is back, everything like that. And there's just... Laid an egg. We'll discuss it. It's not good. Hour number three. <laughs> not the worst loss of the weekend. And it's not Jacksonville either, losing to Houston when everybody thought Houston had an opportunity to be the first 0-17 team in the history of the NFL. They're not one of them. <clears throat> They're not one of them. There are 16 teams that could be the first 0-17 team in the history of the NFL. And uh, guess what? Everybody underneath the Texans have an opportunity to do that if they lose the next 16, which I doubt. Well, Jacksonville has a very talented young quarterback that should win some football games this year. That was a pretty brutal loss, obviously, for Jacksonville and Urban and Trevor. I mean, honestly, got to be their worst football days of their entire life. I mean, there were some other difficult losses, I'm sure. None worse, though, than the Atlanta Falcons. Because Jacksonville's like, we got the young quarterback. Green Bay's like, well, we got the MVP quarterback. Mm. We got Devontae Adams. Atlanta's like, well, what do we have? Just one game. I one get game. It. Everyone I just get it. break pumping. But the number of times that I saw Matt Ryan get sacked and then cut away to Arthur Smith, there was one time where he just was shaking his head. Yeah. Again, I don't know what the play call was. I don't know if there was an audible from the play call. I don't know anything. That's the thing when you're a fan. When you're a fan <clears throat> and Arthur Smith could have been shaking his head because the protection should have been different and alignment screwed up or he's shaking his head because there was an out, there was a hot route and the receiver didn't know it. Right. Like you, but when you're sitting here at home, he's probably <laughs> sitting there shaking his head and, and you're sitting there thinking, man, I didn't want Kyle Pitts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what you're sitting there as a fan thinking. Is that what he's, is that why Arthur Smith shaking his head watching Matt Ryan get sacked Yeah, with an offense that, did nothing, and Kyle Pitts wasn't even out there half the time. Such a difference maker. Kid's going to get a jacket. He's like, he had a, he had a, he had a bust in Canton on draft night. Sure did. And then, what do you have, 31 yards, something like that? 30-something? Not a lot. And then in comes Nick Sirianni, another first-time head coach 
In comes Sirianni. In comes the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. It comes Jalen Hurts. And wasn't it in that building that uh, Tua took the reins? Is it in that building? Yeah, that halftime. We told Jalen, sit. Tua, you're in. Jalen strolls into that building and looks like the two-way threat that any other two-way threat you don't want to see in the NFL looks like. Hurts looked awesome. <laughs> He's tough to put on the turf, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was good. He's keeping his head up. He's got his head screwed on straight, and then he comes to the sideline, and Jalen Hurts has this sort of cool, calm demeanor. Like, I got this. That's his body language. His body language shows, I got this. But Atlanta, what do they have? They just got steamrolled by the Philadelphia Eagles, another team with just as many question marks as they have. And you're sitting here and thinking, is Matty Ice done? Is he toast? Is he officially done? Should they have gone in a different direction? Rich, has Matty Ice melted? No, da, 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 da. I mean, just one game. Yep. But no Julio. Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley. good. I mean, hey, higher register. The future for Atlanta, and if Atlanta struggles, it's that sliding door moment. They had a chance at Justin Fields or Mac Jones. And chose Kyle Pitts. And that's the conversation that Atlanta's going to have every single time they struggle and lose like they did yesterday. And struggle and lose is a very kind way to term what happened to Atlanta very, yesterday. Very delicate. That's the worst loss of the weekend to me. Because there's it's rife with did we do the right thing or not. And... Arthur Smith could have been on board with Kyle Pitts. He could have been overruled. These are things that are in, and he will never say it. He'll never, never say ever, it in a million ever. years. He won't even hint in that direction. Seal in a FedEx envelope. But they've got a lot of work to do, Atlanta, after that beatdown. And their week two contest is at Tampa. Oh, oopsies. Oh. <laughs> That next step is a Lulu. But this is also one of those games where Matt Ryan would just show up oh, yeah. and start balling out. Oh, yeah. And he is Matty Ice slinging it all over the place. But the match rule was put on turf a lot yesterday and looked like there were no answers. And, uh, no, uh, you know, I drafted Kyle Pitts in fantasy, so I was staring at it going, where is he? Where's eight? Why isn't eight out there every snap? What are we waiting for? We're not in practice. We're not in film room. We don't know. That's the way I went. Al in Atlanta has been first in, waiting for a long time. How you been, Al? Morning, Rich. Did I sum it up? You tell me. Yeah, yeah, you got it pretty good. You got it pretty good. Because I was sitting in the doctor's office on Friday listening on the app, and I was all mad that I couldn't call in and try to talk my team up because only Brockman had us coming in second. Now, I'm not, I'm not a crazy person. I know the Buccaneers are the team to beat in our division, but not a single one of you guys other than Brockman could have faith like I had faith. And then Sunday happened. And now I'm wondering, Brockman, why do you get my hopes up like that, man? Well, you know, the person I live with got my hopes up, and I was just really feeling you guys. Yeah, I was too until that Arthur the Aardvark anemic offense 
It wasn't good. Weird, it's ugly head. Yeah, it wasn't good. What did you call it? <laughs> Arthur the Aardvark anemic offense. Okay. Thank you very much, Al. Appreciate that. Oh. That's uh that's the that's alliteration. Currently trying to knock Glenn What's your nuts out of uh <laughs> out of the clubhouse. Arthur the Aardvark anemic offense. offense. That's a very alliterative way of saying they sucked. <laughs> Glenn What's her nuts. Didn't get enough of that one. Can't play that enough. By the way, I just booked Chris Weber for tomorrow's show. Ooh. That's how hey. multitasking I am. Like, like literally Hall of Famer. Like just now? My phone, Well, I mean, during the commercial break, we were going back and forth because uh-huh. I was then, saying, hey, congratulations on being in the yeah, hall. Awesome. Felt my, my phone buzz when he dropped the word Arthur the Aardvark, and I just looked at it, and he's like, we're good. Ah, I can multitask. Amazing. We'll let Pi- we only professional. <laughs> you ready for Overreaction Monday? Are you ready for overreaction? Uh, I've been Monday? waiting. I mean, that's the I've question. I literally have been waiting, I think, 26 Mondays for this very Monday, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 26 Mondays, I think. It's been more longer than that, right? Didn't we determine it's the longest offseason? It's in, been the in longest profe- major professional sports? Yeah, okay, here you go. Let's so roll, long. please. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, let's go. All right, so we were just talking about it, so let's just get right into it. The Falcons made a mistake not taking a quarterback in the first round. Uh, It's too early. It looked terrible. It looked terrible. Mac Jones could have looked just as bad. Justin Fields could have looked just as bad. I I hear you, brother. And uh, it was terrible. I cannot. You heard Al at the doctor's office hating life. I cannot say after the first week that they made a mistake leaving Mac Jones and Justin Fields on the board. Uh, I just can't say. I cannot. I, I will not say it. I cannot say it. It is an overreaction. Um, and and But I, I totally understand the question and the spirit in which it's intended. I, I will not sit here and say Matt Ryan's toast. What a terrible decision that was. And it's just not going to work. And... They've got a chance at Spencer Rattler. And if they do, it'll be a tough, long season, and Arthur Smith will have to tell Arthur Blank, just hold your powder, man. Yeah, hold. I know. But, um, and believe in, you know, the Arthurs have to stick together in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Very alliterative with aardvarks. Aardvarks and offenses. Okay. But I'll, I'll, just, I'll just move on to the next one. What do you all got? Right. With all due respect to Bill's Mafia and the guy in the back, look, Last season was the anomaly for Josh Allen and the Bills. Sunday is who the Bills really are. Or, in calling it an overreaction, perhaps the Steelers are showing what they're made of. That's not what this is about. Uh, This is about the Bills. Last season was not an anomaly for Josh Allen and the Bills. That's an overreaction. And I think the Steelers are going to make a lot of people look really out of sync. I will think that the Steelers... I'm looking at the glass half full for the Steelers rather than the other way around, Chris. What else you got over there? It's Mike in the back. I called him the guy. His name is Mike. Uh, Look, Rich, you thought the Falcons had the worst loss. I kind of think Green Bay had the worst loss. And it's because Aaron Rodgers is more washed than the reigning MVP. Oh, that's ridiculous. The real washed king is Aaron Rodgers. Oh, stop, man. You want to talk about unwashed? Let's talk about his hair more than anything else. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, man. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I lack of shampoo. I don't know what's happening. No, uh, no. You know what's happening is Shailene likes it, so everybody else can go pound sand. That's he, why I'm wearing I my beard. He, my my do- even 
Very few people get overruled in my house. Less than my daughter. Okay? She's overruled. Because she, Susie likes it. Correct. Right. She wants me to shave it. No. Come on, Aaron Rodgers, not washed. That's ridiculous. This, this you know, I, I. It's just something where it was so terrible. It was so terrible. And, you know, you know what it should be? Apparently, uh, Hoskins, I don't know if you were able to pull the tweet. Flushed more than washed. Yeah, yeah that's the that's, phrase that Devonte Adams used on his Twitter feed. He said, "Flush it and respond." That's it. By the way, that's a great fantasy team name. <laughs> Write it down. Yeah, that might be my oh. new fantasy team name. Flush it. Flush it and respond. Oh, my pen is, went walking. By the way, that's a great. That's just a great way of. Maybe phrasing that, anything. Maybe that's the name of uh, Roger's emo band he's in now. With flush that it look and respond. Ladies and gentlemen, front man right of Flush It and Respond. What do you what think of the conspiracy got? theory that's going around that Rogers is tearing it down from the inside? That he's like a mole and he's going to play <laughs> bad all year so the Packers stink just to prove his point. That's positively insane. His boy Bakhtiari will come back soon. Everything's going to be fine. I'm going to talk about it a little later in the show. And if you're seeing this on YouTube later, seek that video out, too. What else you got over there, Chris? Uh, Cardinals, I I thought one of the most impressive wins from yesterday. Kyler Murray, guys, top three MVPs. You betcha. Top three MVPs. You betcha. Kyler Murray. Well, it's an overreaction, but I'm going to buy it. I'm going to jump in on it. First half of last season, that's what he looked like. And then the second half of last season, he didn't. Got to finish strong. Finish strong. Longest season ever, as the NFL's calling it. Biggest season ever. But five scores. Four in the air. One on the ground. Oh, baby. The Arizona Cardinals showed up yesterday as a major, major problem in the NFL. He, he was phenomenal. Phenomenal. He is the exact look and feel of an elite 21st century two-way threat oh. quarterback. Big time. That was impressive. DeAndre Hopkins' first touchdown, the toe tap in the back, TJ. I know Dude. you saw that. Woo. And next up, it's going to be uh, an interesting contrast in styles. <laughs> K1 versus Kirk Cousins in the desert, in the plexiglass dome in the desert. They're going to score 40 more on Minnesota. Hey, man. What else you got over there, Chris? All right, Browns-Chiefs. That was an awesome game. You know what it It felt like the AFC Championship game yeah, preview Yeah, it did, yesterday. man. It did. It did. It did. Sure did. And Odell didn't even play. Oh. Odell didn't even play, and Browns just got to learn how to finish, man. Yeah. It's that simple. And, and that's part of a process of growing as a team and as a coach, growing as a coach and a team together. And they have... Um, Everybody's going to have problems stopping Mahomes. It's just that simple, man. Belichick him. seems to stop him every now and then. It helps and the Bucs stopped him you know, cold last year well, in the Super apart. Bowl. Yeah, there were circumstances. There's always circumstances. Mahomes is not He's not infallible. He's fallible. But uh, That was a fun game yesterday. Though. Oh, man. Yeah. Who's next for the Cleveland Browns? I should have this written out so I'll know from now on. I've got it written right down in front of me here. They are home for the Houston Texans. Okay. The 1-0. I Houston thought it was Texans. a great game. That was a fun game, man. Yeah. Fun game. Fun game. All right, a couple more here, guys. Uh, let's go to New England. Two a silence critics by winning in Foxborough. He isn't. That's an overreaction. Dude, 
This guy. This guy went up there yesterday and came out with the W. Season season opening drive was very impressive. And going against this Belichick defense, which is going to put the bang thing on a lot of people going into that building and putting up enough points and the defense doing what it it, it does, Tua came out with W, didn't make a ton of mistakes that cost his team like we saw in the last few weeks of last season. And it wasn't one of those games either where if uh, crazy big brother Fitz was hanging on the sideline that they'd call him and say, go clean up on aisle Tua. Yeah, wasn't one of those. Closer. He's never going to silence his critics. I think that's going to be around his career for some crazy ass reason. Words I'm sure he doesn't use. <laughs> but they're 1-0, man. Only well, team in the AFC East 1-0. Only team in the AFC East, 1-0. Yeah, who do they have? Uh, let me look that up. Next week, home against the Bills. Oh, oh is that baby. a big one? That's early window Fox. Oh, Mike. Ooh, Bills, nice. Dolphins. That is a huge week two contest. going to be nice. Okay. All right, last one. Last one. This is for us, for Allen Dallas. Giants Aye. already on the clock <laughs> for number one pick. That's an overreaction, Chris. They stunk. On ice. I don't know they what the were hell terrible. yesterday, man. That they was were terrible. Like, Rich sent us a text yesterday. It said G-Men. Like, they went up. They were up in the I game. I know. I'm like, why? <laughs> why are you sending me? <laughs> G-Men? They stink. Like, they stink. Like, like, Rattler just, like, hire a real estate agent. Let's get a, what, oh, upper, upper east side? Like, where's the hot neighborhood now? Hey, Brock, when I got a bunch upper of east side for Rattler. Brock, when I got a bunch of buddies that can take Stop him to all the it. hot spots yeah, in New hot York. Yeah, hot spots. The TJ's restaurants, got the club hook him up. Gerald, hook him up. Like, Rattler, Mike, where do you want to live? Mike, where do you want to live? Yeah. You and I. It's like Wall Street. You and I need to stand firm on behalf of the greater metropolitan area against the Cowboy fan. Well, he's, and the guy who lost two, two trophies two, two, to the Giants. Giants exactly. That's where this is coming Nothing from. Nothing to say. By the way, when we come Pretty back, that's the great, great overreaction. Thank you. We're back. When we come back, more of your phone calls. And then we turn our eye to college football. Oh, where yeah. The star of the weekend. Was me? Was the man was whose me. name got <laughs> dropped on college game day by his buddy Ashton. Oh, it was me. I was who just picked joking. the winner? Ashton picked the winner. It was too. you. <laughs> it was you. Oh, and somebody, and and, and uh, a, a famous comedian. <laughs> it's gonna be great. That's next on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.
Put your hands together for the most recent Heisman Trophy winner, Kyler Murray, Oklahoma. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. You bet. You made the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're, you're not even. In, you're not even. Uh, I well, I don't even know if you're going to be in the league yet or not. <laughs> I guess we'll find that out. Yeah, we will. What did it mean for you to win the Heisman Trophy? That was a dream come true. I mean, it's it's still really hasn't really set in. It's weird. Um, you know, it, I don't say my life changed, but you know, just. Everywhere, everywhere I go, people notice me, um, stuff like that. So, uh, I, something I've always dreamed of, obviously. So, you know, I'm not surprised by any of the reactions and stuff like that, but it's definitely a blessing. Okay. And where is that trophy right now? I sleep next to it. <laughs> it's on your nightstand? Yeah. So, you, it's Good Morning Heisman every type, day? Yeah, tight. <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's right there next to, like, there's a night table next to Kyler Murray's bed and the Heisman Trophy's resting Yes, right sir. Now. That's amazing. Have you ever woken up in the middle of the night and you've had it in your arms like you've been spooning with it? Like, I, no, no, there's no spooning. There's no, there's no Heisman spooning? No. I, by the way, I would absolutely I you, spoon with the Heisman if I won the Heisman. I've only re- well, I have received the Heisman. It was asking for prom dates back in high school. I got the Heisman a lot. Oh, gosh. So like new, new fantasy name? Heisman Spooning? Heisman Spooning is a great fantasy team name. Now taking part in the Rich Eisen Show Throw Challenge. Kyler Murray, is this the first NFL Duke ball that you have thrown? That's an NFL. Oh my God, you won't even answer that. Wow. Go for it, Kyler. Go for it. That's one. That's one. Here we go. That's two. Kyler Murray. That's three. By the way. That's four. Those are all Duke NFL footballs. Just wanted everyone to know that. First overall pick. First overall pick. That's four. That's five. These are the footballs Kurt Warner complained about. That's six. That's seven. That's Oh, my goodness. Let's get some. Here we go. Keep going. I'm on. You got one more? Hold on, this is getting, this is getting bad. Here we go. No, yeah, it's getting bad. You got seven for first seven. Good enough. Seven Good out of ten. Kyler Murray. Good to see you, man. Appreciate it. Congratulations. He won the Heisman and, it seems, the Rich Eisen throwing contest in the same year. That's a first. No one could ever take that away from you. Oh, baby. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for our entire archive from all our Super Bowls, from all our shows. We're going to celebrate our seventh anniversary coming up next month. Wow. So our archive is full and plentiful with fun stuff, to say the least. Get ready to race in the exciting new competition show Frogger only on Peacock. The popular arcade game comes to life in a supersized epic course. Go big or go splat. In this ridiculously fun show streaming now only on Peacock with our boy Kyle Brandt, baby. He went down to Australia to shoot this. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up right now. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's go to Jason of Miami. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jason? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? What's going on? Uh, Nothing, man. You know, the last time I called, the last time I was on the show, um, I was literally holding... And I got a call for a job while I was on hold. You remember hey. that? And I came back and I was like, yo, I got the job. Yeah. So I'm still on the job, so it's all good. Well, well, so uh, hold on a second. I, I have to, you know, this is my job to ask the proper follow-up questions. What happened on hold this time? Did you hit the lottery or something like that? I mean, did you <laughs> get an upgrade on hold this time around or what? Oh, no, no, I was here. Was there a delay? 
No, no, no. I'm just wondering if while you were on hold this time that you got something other than a job, or it's just a regular oh, no. waiting well, on hold. This Brockman time. did steal my thunder a little bit, but I get that. I get to that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, first of all, overreaction Monday. You're gonna love this one. I got, I got the Houston Texans making the playoffs. Oh, oh! brother Jay. All right, Jason. Oh! Now we got to brother oh! if, you're, Jay, if, you're, if you're a fan of this show, you've got to say that higher register. You can't really mean it. Oh. So go for okay, it, Jason. Well, go for know, it. Say it higher register. Monday, I looked at the schedule, yeah. um, especially the way that Jacksonville played yesterday. Yep. Won't be surprised if Houston even makes them play. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did the setup, too. He didn't just go higher register. He did the setup. Well done. You're a veteran, Jason. Well done. You're a vet. Well done, Jay. Well, well done. done. Well done. Yes. <laughs> um, love the show, guys. Thank like you. I said, I haven't been able to listen since I started working, but it's football season. I can't. I can't have football season without my guys. I appreciate so, that. I'm, saying. I'm same here uh, every day, man. Listen to the show. I love the Thank show. You. And um, call see back. You guys on the call next. back. You got it. Thank you, Just Jason. Yeah, brother. Well, be then. good. Texans make the playoffs. Put a pin in that. That one. is super hot, man. What if he's right? Oh. Is there a place uh, where there's a Monday night football game tonight that actually has that sort of thing in a number with a with uh-huh. a, with with sure, an sure, opportunity sure. to? Increase your your ability to uh, have uh, spending power what is, in, as a, um, a member of the economy. Won't something like that be, Chris? Is there, is there such a thing, Chris? Are you looking that up right now? Because yeah, I'm assuming you have that somewhat at your at your disposal. Because right now, by the way, this is what they should do. This this should be like you know November of 2020. Stop the count. <laughs> Stop the count. Stop the count. Stop the count. That's Stop it. the season. Let's That's start it. the playoffs. The I mean, AFC the... South standing. Stop the count. All right. So even though they won their first game, Texans twelve to one to win the division. Ooh, that's a good bet. I imagine they were probably forty to one oh. before yesterday. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm guess my oh, guess. Oh man. <laughs> Who sits around and says, you know what? Okay, here's what I'm going to do today. Um, let's calculate the odds of the Texans winning the AFC South now that they're the only ones who won and everyone else lost. <laughs> I mean, it's somebody's job. Talk about overreaction Monday. I mean, somebody's actual job is just to come in and, and they have a boss saying, where are those AFC South odds for the Texans? I demand those. If you want to get really crazy. If that's not in my inbox by end of day, you want to get really crazy and say they're going to make the Super Bowl, win the AFC? That's a hundred to one. Same odds as the Jaguars and Jets. How about them apples? What are the odds? What are the odds that a star of that '70s show is going to mention T.J. Jefferson's name on national television? <laughs> I think those were actually probably pretty those are probably very good. They're probably yeah. good. plus two fifty. So, T.J. Yes, sir. Um, and everyone can go to our uh, Twitter account at Rich Eisen Show. I wonder who posted that tweet. Of the screen grab. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't do it. Did you do it? No, nah, I didn't do did it. You? Did you? I'll tell you. I, 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 so, TJ, um, I was mixing. That's how I saw it because I wasn't watching Ashton. And by the way, it's funny. We On Friday, we're like, hey, is Ashton going to go to the game? It's so far, you should go. Did you know he was going to show up at Iowa State and do yeah. the picks? You didn't know that. Yeah. All right, you were sitting on that caper. Okay. I think it was relevant. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> no, we were actually asking about the man's whereabouts. That was actually a conversation. Well, that was for Sunday. You mentioned Saturday. And I'm, I'm sure there's a PJ that flies him to the heartland and back here in time for last night's kickoff, potentially. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. But he mentioned you when he's picking the game uh, Pitt versus Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. And he chose Pitt mm-hmm. because you're a 
Pit fan. Pit fan. (laughs) (laughs) And you tweeted out that this is the benefit of you having multiple teams. Yeah. If only, if only, if only Florida State was not playing Jacksonville State. And lost, by the way. I know that. And and a heartbreaker. And and on a last second Hail Mary. That was an all-time gaffe right there. Oh, yeah. You think? They didn't have everybody back there? They were playing just like normal, regular defense? At any rate, um, so they did not pick that game. So it would have been great if there was a Florida State and a Penn State game to pick after Pitt. So he would have given him another shout-out and then another shout-out saying on on game day, on college game day, my boy – TJ, he's also a Florida State guy. Yeah, My boy man. TJ, he's also, also, also a Penn State guy. So all the rest of them on the set would have gone, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> yeah, how many teams does he actually have? <laughs> Well, he, he he used he used two jiggy right, which has kind of been my nickname oh, for a while. Yeah, I know that. To which De- Desmond Howard goes, two jiggy. Yeah, okay. I didn't catch that one. Oh, baby. <laughs> uh, so you're you get the first star of the weekend. Oh, well, thank you. Second star Appreciate of the weekend. That. Goes to this man who showed up in Columbus, Ohio. Uh. Oh, yeah. I, you know, so normally when I appear on someone else's show, well done with Sebastian Maniscalco, as I did yeah. his outstanding Discovery Plus show that I appeared on. Normally, coming back on this show is the way to return the favor, right? Yeah. Home and home, as you call it. But guess who was hanging out at the Ohio State University this week and showing up to practice wearing blue? <laughs> wearing blue. <laughs> and guess what happened to Ohio State this weekend? They lost. That's yeah, a shame. So um, I say to uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, Keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep doing it. <laughs> Nobody told him you don't wear blue to practice. I, I was told they make you change your shirt. If yeah. you're wearing blue? Yes. If you show up to Ohio State wearing blue, they make you change your shirt. Wow. Maybe that's just Michigan week. I don't know. Michigan week. That would make Aggressive. sense. Oh, boy. <laughs> that brought you so much Congratulations, joy, Oregon. Oh. That was an incredible game. Oh, Not and somebody's about, game, to get, somebody's about to get a little bit richer from it. On Uh-oh. tomorrow's show Ooh. for Gorilla Glue. Cash money. Oh, boy. Star of the weekend, number one for college football, TJ Jefferson. Number two, Sebastian Maniscalco. Mm. And then he went to the game, I guess. He said he didn't wear blue to the game. Yeah, he was posting all kinds of he stuff. Should he, 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 he should keep going. He should keep going. Yeah, he should keep going to those games. Guys, I just like to think that any time a mention of me happens, which is a rarity, but yes. when it does happen, yes. all that does is strengthen this brand, you see, because somebody might go, who's oh, T.J. No. Jefferson? They look it up. Oh, he works on the Rich Eisen show. So and that's a win for all of us. I'd like no, to think. No, I have no problem. I'm for, yeah. I think that's a win for all of us. Have I, no, that was in no way a win for me. That did, that did nothing for me. <laughs> How's that not a win for you? Your good friend gets yeah, a, gets a yeah, shout out. You're on. my boy, Brockman. You know, like, okay, well. Yes, yeah. we're expanding It would have been brand. better yeah. if I had bet yeah. Iowa. It's smart of you. You're right. It's, it's, yes. Then it would have yeah. been a very big win for Brockman. Yeah, it would have been very Wouldn't that have been great? Like, okay, who wins, Florida State or... 
or fill in the blank. Well, my buddy Two Jiggy is Florida State, so I'm gonna go to Florida State. Now next up, Penn State against Florida Blank. Well, my buddy Two Jiggy's a Penn State guy. And then honestly, wait, wasn't he just, wait a minute, wasn't he the guy who's also Pitt and Florida State? Well, he's got a lot of favorite. There's reasons behind all of it, as I. And then stated. smash cut to like February when Reese Davis is sitting on center court somewhere with Jay Billis. <laughs> And here comes guest picker Ashton Kutcher. Well, my buddy Two Jiggy, remember I told you about Pitt and Florida State and Penn State? Well, well, well I'm taking Georgetown tonight because my <laughs> Two Jiggy's like that. All right, next up, Duke versus fill in the blank. Well, oh, remember the guy Two Jiggy I told you about? Pitt, Penn State. Florida State and Georgetown. Georgetown. Well, he's a Duke guy, so I'm taking. Then the NBA. Here's the deal. I can't. I can't help it that you guys don't love sports as much as I Smash love sports. Smash cuts. Whoever's yeah, hosting yeah. NBA countdown. You guys are casuals. Whoever that's you guys are be. casuals. Hey, that's what that is. Ashton Kutcher's <laughs> picking tonight's games. Ashton, what do you think? Well, L.A. Clippers versus Fulham, but remember my buddy. <laughs> likes the Clippers. Well, the reason why he likes Pitt and Penn State is he's from Altoona, so he likes the Sixers, too. <laughs> Same guy! I don't know. The hatred the is fine. There's a lot of hate, America. The reason sits there and whoever's hosting, they're Are you like, feeling this hate? One team! Jealousy. They're like, you get one team! Is there more than sport. one two, Jiggy? Now, there's only one of those, baby. <laughs> don't get it twisted, though. You feel that, America? It feels like hatred and jealousy. Cliff Kingsbury in your calls, Alex. Jealousy. <laughs> 